You owe me money, blacksmith. How do you figure? My horse threw a shoe. And seeing as you was the one that done the shoe, and I say that makes you responsible. Well, since you never paid me for the job, I say that makes us even. Wrong! See, I was on my horse when it threw the shoe, and I got thrown off. And that caused me to bust a perfectly good bottle of fine Kentucky Red Eye. So the way I figure it, Blacksmith, you owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. That's $80. Look, if your horse threw a shoe, bring him back and I'll re-shoe him. And don't shot that horse! Well, that's your problem, Tannen. Wrong. That's yours. So from now on, you better be looking behind you when you walk. Because one day you're going to get a bullet in your back. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Sahan, welcome to the Unnameable Podcast. This is Andrew. This is Damien. And this is Douglas. Amazed that we are listening to Fool EO. Yeah. This is what happens when like I, I go on a random like 90s hip hop like list like playlist and I'm just like oh my good like I was listening to like MC Hammer yeah. listening to Tribe Called Quest okay so you made just, terrible decisions because right? you were listening to MC Hammer <laughs> oh, Tribe I love Tribe yeah I literally and just and then finished watching a movie with Julio in it like five minutes before the podcast oh my god <laughs> this track came up and I'm like yeah that's definitely going to be the, wait, my choice for podcast track wait what soon. movie did Julio come I know there's one all right, so and it's a popular one yeah, that so, I see a lot. I've tried to figure out which one. Uh, he was it Armageddon? Up, no, uh, maybe he's in Armageddon. I don't remember him in Armageddon, but he shows up as a very small bit part as a um, purveyor or organizer of street races mm-hmm. in a very oh, shitty yeah. movie from the nineties known as Batman and Robin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I decided for some reason to watch today. Yeah, that's. I don't think that's the one I'm thinking of. I, I was like, street races. He wasn't yeah. gone in sixty seconds. No, that was Listen, juvenile. That I was, was like, <laughs> I was like, where was Coolio in Too Fast, Too Furious? <laughs> Sorry, juvenile was in Too Fast, Too Furious. Or was it? They're all the same cash money, whatever <laughs> they are. They're all Listen, the same person. No, Andrew, you don't get to say that because for twenty years Douglas thought that Biggie. <laughs> That Manny Fresh. I did. I did. And that's horrible. Birdman and Manny Birdman Fresh. and Manny Fresh are the same person. <laughs> you know what? I'd give Douglas that. Like, <laughs> no. They, they were in videos together, side by side. How did I not look, catch look, that? Look, I've seen the parent trap. Oh. Right? <laughs> All right, sorry. All right, Douglas, my apologies. <laughs> But yes, the, the name I think you're looking for is Ludacris, a mm-hmm. man who looks nothing like Juvenile. No, and Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, Gone in 60 Seconds? Yeah. I thought the, we were talking about Fast and Furious. No, no. Gone okay. in 60 Seconds, the, the, the villain sort of like rap dude. I think mm-hmm. he actually was Master P. No, I Master P, yeah. Right, Master yeah. P yeah. Yeah. But, okay, but right. you know, Master P, <laughs> yeah. Juvenile, like... Yeah. Let's 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 never look up the answers to these questions. <laughs> because why would we? 
you know, because we want to be knowledgeable. Not, not about Coolio's IMDb <laughs> status. No, thank you. Um, you know, we're that crossroads of like ah, stupid see, rap factum to I, move in. I see what you did there. It's like a Bone Thuggers and Harmony thing. Ah, I see what you did. Uh-huh. By the way, uh-huh. was also on the soundtrack of that shitty movie that I right. just watched today. <laughs> and, in, and, in, and in the spirit of talking about people on soundtracks, we're here mm-hmm. to discuss the latest film directed by... Barrington um, Levy? By James <laughs> Samuel. <laughs> by, by James I was Samuel. quite upset, by the way, mm-hmm. with the soundtrack and how they put all sorts of reggae songs that were not the original ones. Yeah. That were, you know... Bad. Yeah, bad remixes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. His latest film for Netflix, The Harder They Fall. I know who you are. That love. Outlaw hunts down those who trespass against him. With no mercy. Where is it? Where is who? Your boss. My boss. Clearly, you don't know me. Say it. The mm-hmm. harder they fall. Yes. Um, the film stars pretty much any black actor. I mean, of that's today. racist. <laughs> like, I mean, that is racist. I mean, I mean <laughs> you're not wrong, but it is racist. <laughs> like, like, is this the Western version of Wakanda? Is my question. Yeah. Right. No, it's not. Um, this just happens to have a lot of Wakandans in it. <laughs> ah. Um, it stars one Mr. Um, Idris Elba. It stars. Um, the greatest actor no, of all time, it's, it's, it's Jonathan yeah. Majors. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, that's not how you describe him. Oh, oh, oh. I have to uh, say the black Superman. No, not no, not you, Douglas. Oh, okay. Andrew. Yeah. Andrew Majors called... Is, what, what's his name? Andrew called um, Idris Elba's name first, which is unacceptable. Also, <laughs> Jonathan Majors is your boyfriend. <laughs> and I'd like you to refer to him as such. Um, <laughs> my first true exactly. and only yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Majors yes. um, also includes the likes of Zazie Beats, Regina mm-hmm. King, Lakeith yeah. Stanfield um, including one of my favorite moments of one Mr. Damon Wayans Jr. Yeah. in this film. Stanfield the only one in this movie that doesn't have a, a superhero name? I guess. I know he's the Cherokee kid, so that's a superhero name. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's because a all of these people have, you know, some level of superhero, right? Idris mm-hmm. actually, Idris has two. Idris is in Thor. Idris right? is in right. Thor. Also, what the I Black Superman. <laughs> I, that's what I was going to use, but I forgot yeah. about Thor. And then what I also remembered is I went to the doctor the other day, and <laughs> while I was at the doctor, a very small television was showing a very old movie. That the goes losers. by the name of Ghost Rider 2. And guess who's in that movie? No. <laughs> I forgot about that movie so I'd, much. I'd never seen that movie, so I didn't know that. he was I in there. I remember that. My yeah. word. Now that you say it, oh my yeah. goodness. So, that so, is yeah. unacceptable. I mean, and Zazie Beats is in Ryan the Joker? Reynolds' movie. Yeah. Oh, She's and in the Joker. Joker too. Okay, there you go. I mean, If we count um, that one. Yeah. I mean, Paperboy is in The Eternal, so by extension... Lucky Stanfield <laughs> is in Atlanta. He's, in, he's an internal entourage. Yeah, right. I guess. No, yeah. So Atlanta is about superheroes. <laughs> if I remember watching it right. I don't know. Have I seen season three yet? I don't think so. Yeah. Even it's Regina not. King is a superhero on HBO. Yeah. There you go. 
So anyways, this movie is a out and out western. The story yes. is of Nat Love that mm-hmm. is played by um one Mr. my boyfriend Jonathan Majors as I must yes. mention his name is Thank like you. at least with every 30 <laughs> seconds in this podcast. If you don't um, mind. <laughs> um he is a outlaw who goes after other outlaws. Um mm-hmm. and on the other side of the coin is one Mr. Idris Elba who is play who plays the character of Rufus Buck who is the, an outlaw who's been broken out of jail. He's the worst outlaw of all outlaws. Mm-hmm. And Nat Love is going after him um, for reasons, which we actually know like within the first three minutes of the movie, um, he murdered his family. Um, and so he is like, that's the man I want to get super hard. Um and I don't care how that sounds because he's my boyfriend. Yeah, um, you get to set up. <laughs> I don't get to set up. <laughs> um, and so the movie follows along as it is a story of um, Nat Love's gang, including the likes of Zazie Beats, as well as um, Bill Pickett and e- and my favorite character coffee. of the- <laughs> I, I actually I was coffee. I was actually gonna say coffee. I was gonna talk about the other guy. Yeah, um, coffee is-, is not the favorite. There's no way. Excuse me. Listen, There's no way, Douglas. Listen, you're wrong for this. Listen here. No. This movie's already shit. Le- just leave me the small <laughs> things that I enjoy. Okay. Uh-huh. Actually, I think I mixed them up. I mix them up. Bill Pickett is the one who I want to say is my favorite. The guy who tries to do all the tricks. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, he's um, fun. And the other actor who I've forgotten, one Mr. Delroy Lindo, who is amazing as always. Um, just being Delroy Lindo. Like, he doesn't... Yeah. He's nothing else. Like, it's not like he's being anyone else. He's Delroy Lindo in a Western. Right? Which means they slap a mustache on him, and he's a sheriff, and he's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and... His gang going out after the Rufus Buck gang, which includes the likes of Lakeith Stanfield and Regina King, um, doing all of their greatness. Um, so it is a Western. Almost when I left this, when I stopped this, ended this movie, I felt like this was a Western by Instagram filter. Right. It was a Western in which like they were technically cowboys, but the movie presents it in such a stylized, wicked way that it feels almost not as if someone is making the standard Western a la 1950s, or even if we talk about mm-hmm. the modern version of it, like a true grit, yeah, right? Where that's the modern template for like a good standard Western. This is like the the Instagram filtered version where they're like, all right, this is Sukiyaki Western Django by way of Western. And everything is going to be like cool and arty and awful and weird and at the same time they do this in a manner in which it feels like they're just splashing paint across the screen and then you get distracted by how dumb the story is right (laughs) um it's it's i think it's an okay movie overall like on top of everything else it's a little it's a little long for it's like for its dumbness but I want to I want to make sure you understand that there are things I like about this movie, but I feel like this movie does the number one thing that I hate all modern movies to do. And it's not just Westerns, it's just any modern like popcorn action movie to do, which is that we have to have a woman on each side of the coin so that uh, when they fight, the woman can fight the woman. We can't have, we can't have uh, man, yes. ver- man versus woman fights. Right. That's right? unacceptable. Right. I fucking hate that in movies. Uh-huh. 
right? I fucking hate the way they coordinate it in movies where like you feel like like they're like, oh, these women are cool, strong mm-hmm. women who can like beat up all of the men in the movie and mm-hmm. do all of but then when we get down to it they're like no these two women have to like deal with themselves yes right i fucking hate it in movies <laughs> like yeah. weirdly enough one of the things i remember very well um one a movie that i know we've not really talked about i feel like i have fond memories of but i've actually not rewatched it since it came out was a keanu reeves movie the man of tai chi man from tai chi mm-hmm. or man of tai chi i can't man, remember yeah man from um, tai chi and i remember because I saw that movie at TIFF and I remember like it's one of these very much movies where like you have a guy and like he goes through and he fights all of these enemies as he goes along and I remember there was a stage where there was like a twin battle I think mm-hmm. and I remember I remember at TIFF there was a during the Q&A one of the few Q&As where like there was like an interesting question and information that I found actually fascinating um, where they had asked about like why weren't there any women in the movie and they, he was like, they didn't feel like they wanted to have like the dynamic of like a man versus woman fight that then turns into like, you know, the man is just stronger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they had initially looked at that twin fight to make it two women versus the man and all sorts of things. And they just decided not to do it, which I prefer people to make that decision where they're like, look, I don't know how to solve this problem. So I'm just going to like make it stupid man fights for the whole movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, but I really fucking hate it when movies are just like Contrived. we'll have yeah. we'll have this, and then, and then of course in the middle someone has to make a bad pun, and I think I blame this mostly on James Bond movies because James Bond movies do this a lot, where like someone is in the back going like ooh cat fight yeah. whenever it starts, and you're just like oh I hate everything about this movie now. Um, I just wanted to mention that as an aside. This movie, this movie doesn't technically lose points for doing this because every movie does it, but at the same time, I just want to say I fucking hate that in movies um but yeah this movie is okay to mm, probably a little bit better than okay at times like it's i think the the thing going for this movie is it's very colorful and very cute and very fun with its nonsense like even just the way characters play off each other from lakeith and um the what's the other character's name eddie eddie who plays bill pickett um, doing the whole fastest gunslinger bits, mm-hmm. right? Um, no, so CJ Rido is the one you're thinking of. CJ, sorry, RJ, RJ, RJ Kylo. What what the hell kind of name is that? RJ Kylo is the one that is the fastest. The fastest gun. gun? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And of course, like I love Jonathan Majors. I think Jonathan mm-hmm. Majors has my favorite, one of my favorite moments in this movie, which is his introduction, where like. He yeah. kills the guy in the, the scorpion. Church, yeah, in the he church. kills the scorpion. And just the way they filmed that, where like he just kind of falls over and like they kind of bullet each title mm-hmm. card and like yeah. it, it. Like I really love that. It's dumb. It's ridiculous. I I think it's cool. Um, like how, the only way I can think of this is everyone talks like they're in a Tarantino movie. And it sounds almost weird for me to be like, it sounds like a Tarantino movie. Why do I not like this movie? <laughs> because, you know, that's my movie. But I feel like they took good parts from Tarantino movies, just the fun banter of characters, but just the through line of it just didn't really work for me. And it just became an okay average, kind of probably better than that movie that I'm giving less credit to. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where I am. I'll, I think I say more, but yeah. So before Damien comes in and you know gets upset, 
Um, I don't have a lot to say about this movie, uh, but I do want to say this. I was extremely pleased to hear what Andrew had to say, particularly because uh, Andrew spent about an hour, a while ago, mm-hmm. um, talking about one specific thing, which made me think or uh, think back to my youthful days watching movies like Undercover Brother, where that was literally like the whole <laughs> big thing in that movie. Um, yet another bad movie, but hey, um, uh, I sir, stop you take that back, it. sir. Take that back. I loved it at the time, but you I still can only imagine how, how bad it really is. Douglas, uh, what if I told you you'd appreciate that movie more now? No, I cannot. I cannot believe you. Because, <laughs> Douglas, what if I told you that there's things you didn't realize were jokes <laughs> then that you know are jokes now? <laughs> it, that movie there's is... There's no way I can like that movie. That movie is... It, it must Douglas, be I will so bet bad. you any sum of money. <laughs> That you like that movie more today than before. Fair enough. <laughs> but um, I have watched this movie. I watched this movie a couple of weeks ago when it came out. Uh, I am a little bit upset because I didn't watch it knowing we would talk in depth about it. So I didn't pay as much attention as I would. Um, and I intended to watch it another time this week. But... Uh, yeah, life don't <laughs> work out the way you'd want it to. Uh, what I will say is this. Um, my first impression of this movie is along the same line as Andrew. Um, I was going to describe it last week as bad, but that is uh, just a knee-jerk reaction of me thinking it's not as good as, as everybody else is saying it is. This movie, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is fine. Um, it suffers from all the problems that Andrew spoke about. It is a Western that wants to be uh, cool and, and modern and jazzy and, you know, um, lots, lots of punchy dialogue. Um, so it feels like it tries too hard. The, the soundtrack feels on the nose. The dialogue feels on the nose. The visuals feel on the nose. Nothing here feels like... I don't want to use the word natural, but that's kind of the, the, the closest thing to what, to, to what I'm trying to, to think about that, that I could describe it. It doesn't feel like it's a movie that came together um, and is good because it just is. It feels like... It feels like um, your younger brother trying to act cool around your friends you know that's that's kind of what it feels like um that's which is this movie um as i said before there are things i enjoy about this film right um it does support a cast of people that i generally have nothing bad to say about uh all of them are great uh in particular and and it shows how great certain people are where my favorite person in this movie, I, with all of the huge names that are here and all of the people that I, I previously revered for one reason or the other that are here, the person I love the most in this film, I had no clue who they are. I still don't, actually. I should probably check them out. Coffee is the 
best part of this movie. Um, it does help that she uh, is given a lot to play with, right? She's given an interesting character, and um, that character is put in dumb situations, uh, you know? So th that helps, but she does it oh, perfectly. Um, is there much else that I really want to talk about this movie? No, it's, it's, this movie is a Netflix movie. That's exactly what this is. Damien, you may go ahead and yes. enlighten us as to uh, why we are. Interested. I am uh, disappointed in both of you. Uh, uh, part of this um, is through no fault of your own. You guys don't like Westerns because you're terrible people. Um, uh, for anyone who listens to this podcast, know this. This movie is fantastic. <laughs> Uh, just, just, just before you start, I yes. need, I need, I need before you get into it. Mm -hmm. Official classification. Yes. Is it a crying movie or is it a western? I mean, this is definitely a western. There's okay, no just want to double movie. check. Yeah. I mean, there was a little crying at the beginning. Right. right. Uh, so, so this movie uh, does the John Wick thing even better than John Wick, where this movie starts out and it's like, hey. We are going to get you to the revenging. And five minutes into this movie, you are at peak revenging. <laughs> Before the title credits, you are already in the process of revenging. And that opening scene, when Andrew's boyfriend is sitting in the church and he says to a man called the Scorpion, who would put a scorpion on their hand? It's like a snake, I understand. But a scorpion, I don't get it. And the man realizes that Jonathan Majors knows him from somewhere. But he's like, that was a lifetime ago. So we can't have any beef. And then Jonathan Majors takes off his hat and shows him a scar uh, that Mr. Buck gave to him. And three words are said after that by each character, the same exact words. The Scorpion says, no. And Jonathan Majors, which Andrew, I'll give you props, his face is tremendous. Because he mirrors what the man is saying. He's just like, no. And the man is like, please. Jonathan Majors says, please. <laughs> and then the Scorpion says, I'm sorry. And Jonathan Majors says the same words in a way so menacing. You knew what was about to happen. And then, title. And from that point on, I went, well, this movie is perfect. I don't need anything more from this movie. I am done. <laughs> and the movie said, no, Damien, we have more for you. We have a man who says, I'm lightning with the blam blams, which is a phrase I will use in perpetuity. There'll be I no do love time. I that so much. There'll be no time going forward. I'm putting that on a shirt. At no point in the future will I see a quick draw and not call it lightning with the blam blams. It's I, never going to happen. I will say <laughs> that that fella does come in a close second. Yeah. Um, right. For my favorite thing in this movie. Yeah. And, um, though, and, and Jonathan Majors, 
is mm-hmm. impressive. He really is. As and, always, he's yes. he, he's amazing. I, I, oh, I where where were you guys <laughs> like no, 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 no. two years ago? <laughs> where were you? Where not were on you? the train. I'm not good. on the train, Andrew. I'll admit it. You you got Listen to him here. first. I was on okay? the train for, for the man, right? I agreed with you that he was good. I just did not like the thing that he was in. <laughs> okay. Yeah, HBO I couldn't make that distinction. Made, made magic and I was not with it. Yeah, I couldn't make that distinction. I saw a bad thing and went, he's also bad. But I was incorrect. And I apologize to both you and your husband, your future husband, Jonathan Majors. <laughs> uh, he was this, pretty good on SNL, by the way. This movie is in between a Tarantino movie and um, the Nobody, the Nobody's My Name trilogy. Because it is dumb. And it is not pretending not to be dumb. But there's enough revenging in there to keep it barely on the track. But that's all you need. Because the characters are fun to be around at all times. This It is like most Westerns. There's not really a story that needs to be told. All Westerns are thinly veiled revenging. <laughs> and they did the revenging it was so fun. Now, the ending shootout scene felt a lot generic. Not a, like it felt, as Andrew said, it was some of the most contrived things you've ever seen in a movie. But it all led up to the finale. And boy, do I enjoy the finale of this movie. <laughs> because Jonathan Majors did a thing that I very much respect and enjoyed. And... Uh, Lakeith's character is the devil. That was always fun. No, no, no. I've seen the devil. He's white. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. There's a point where they go to a white town. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Every building is painted white. The sand is white. And I went, thank- all right, movie. All right. You know what, Damon? All I'm, right, changing, I'm changing my mind. You've won me over. Yeah. Like, I definitely don't think this movie is like Andrew Andrew approved. Like, I'll talk about mm-hmm. this at the end of the year kind of yeah. kind of bullshit. But it definitely, like, it knows its own kind of nonsense. And yeah. it, it owns it. Right? It's, I do wish it cut, like, 15 or so minutes sure. from the runtime. Right? And sure. I could probably, like, if I spent more time thinking about it, like, things like, I didn't really need the yeah. Dion Cole character kind of stuff except yeah except i like i enjoyed watching dion cole through the scenery like he's he doesn't play this type of character and, and it was so right, fun hearing that terrible voice <laughs> as you said andrew i see all of the things that Damon is talking yeah. about you know but um they just didn't hit me at the time and i was that's that's also why i said you know what i should watch it the second time to make sure because this is this is actually the type of movie yeah. where after a little bit of distance, you come back mm-hmm. to it and you realize it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, um, I'm actually I'm actually a little upset at Douglas that time. Douglas doesn't hate this movie more for a movie that opens with what I mm-hmm. think should be like the new version of based on a true story of the movie yeah. saying I quote <laughs> yeah. I yeah. quote like this movie is a fiction but these people existed. I'm like, I think that and should like trigger like, Douglas to automatically yeah. just hate this movie You're just so like, much. So, oh, so this is fake? This is fiction, then, is what you said? <laughs> None of this happened? Um, 
I, there are so many other things about this movie that, like, this movie is a sum of its parts movie, right? Where the train scene where they're breaking out book, that is fantastic. Uh, the, <laughs> listen, watching them interrogate Jonathan Majors by just punching him, just continuously punching a man. <laughs> and you're just like, boy, that looks terrifying. <laughs> just to have someone just continuously punch you and punch, and then they just let him go. Um, Douglas's two favorite people uh, have a scene in the woods where it becomes clear that Coffee is not a man and everyone makes fun of the entire situation and all of it this movie is it it feels fun like whether it's good or not i don't actually care <laughs> it feels good to watch i enjoyed from start to finish everything about this movie everyone was out here chewing scenery i'm also terrified that Regina King is 50. That woman is 20 years older than Zazie Beats. That woman does not look 50. That is unacceptable. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, this, listen, this movie was... It was so, I watched this movie maybe four times. May I, everybody in my household has watched and talked to me about this. Like I've had WhatsApp calls just about this movie. Everyone loves it. Everyone saw this. I was just like, all right, this movie is perfect. <laughs> uh, Netflix finally did it. I finally made a solid, good, dumb movie. Netflix is never going to make a really good movie. I'm sorry, Roma. Roma, Netflix bought you. Netflix didn't commission any of that. That movie was made and Netflix purchased that. <laughs> that don't count. <laughs> Anyone can accidentally buy something nice. <laughs> right? It's like, I made this chair. I bought this chair and now I'm selling it to you. Both of them come from me. But there's a vast, vast, vast difference in quality. <laughs> and this is the first true uh, Netflix movie that I've seen and gone. This one is 100%. <clears throat> there's another Netflix movie <clears throat> that they put out recently that I very much dislike. I mean, it's I'd like us to talk Dana, about Marriage Story again. Dana, and there's there's, oh. there's a, a movie by the name of Kate that you seem to be forgetting. Oh, no. Damn it, Steve. Steve, Netflix, you got me. All right, Steve. Subscription <laughs> renewed for the yeah, next year. Yeah, this is the second movie <laughs> for the year. I am a very big fan of Kate. Uh, Kate solves the problem Andrew have, where uh, if you want women to fight people in movies, they have to be the most dangerous people in those movies. <laughs> They have to be out here murdering everybody in sight. Uh, uh, Douglas, as much as this pains me to say, Kate is now the second best Netflix movie out this year. <laughs> <laughs> Douglas uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> Protest. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's not happening, dude. Listen, no. Every the everything if I'm if Minari didn't come out this year, 
I think this would be like the James Bond movie is third on my list for this year. This movie is only beaten at this point by Minar. I love, I love this. Team. I continue so to dumb. be secretly, openly upset at Damien's choice of favorite movies are always these shitty popcorn movies. Yeah, <laughs> but secretly, it's a see, it's an open secret. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Listen, I love dumb movies. <laughs> Turns out most people love dumb movies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, listen. Uh, if you like westerns at all, you should give this a watch. Uh, it's not, it's not a gritty western. They're not trying to be. They have hammered every. They've they've wrung every drip of cool that they could find onto this movie. It looks beautiful. Douglas says that the music is too on the nose. I disagree. I think the music is corny and that is perfect. I think it's cute. There's <laughs> yeah. actually like there was actually one track where like when it popped up, I'm like, oh, I want to know what the song is and I want mm. to know like where it came which album it's on. I I think it's a song by CeeLo. Yeah. In this in this I know and I, I hadn't heard it before this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like this movie knows what it was the end it's like douglas won't want to hear this but like kate this movie knows what it was the entire time like it never wavered at any point was it over long probably yes we could do some editing but uh for me like there's so many things in this movie that just work and they just string them back to back to back to back and by the time the movie is over you're just like yeah of course I remember the start and I remember the end and I remember all of the bits in between. And if they don't line up, I don't care because I was enjoying myself. Like, if smile was on my face the entire time watching this movie, and I'll take that over pretty much anything most. most so, times. litmus test, Damien. Yes. Would you rather watch this movie mm-hmm. five more times? Okay. Or watch Once Upon a Time in the West? And I can't watch this movie again. Yeah, that's that's a mean, terrible. That's a tough question. Because that's the only movie I was thinking about a lot watching this movie because of yeah. like the premise of the setup and like the yeah. the bad and the, the Once upon album. a time in the West is so epic though. Yeah, such, like it's it's like and, they, and they play and I, that for real. <laughs> and I know, and I know this is my problem. Yeah. Right, where in like I always gravitate towards the once upon a the time in the West vibe movie more yeah. than this movie. Like I have I had fun with the dumbness of this movie, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. But like if I have to choose, I'm going to Once Upon a Time in the West all the time. Yeah, but that's that's like one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> like uh like Once Upon a Time in the West is like good propaganda. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it feels good. Like, even though every part of that movie is a lie, it feels true. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, this could happen. And this is just fun timey blam blams. This is just someone being lightning with the blam. No, blams. fun timey blam blams is Ducky Sucker. That's all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, fun timey yeah, blam blams. Yeah. <laughs> lightning with the blam blams. Like, um, yeah, yeah. Like, listen. A- anything that gives me a quote I will use for the rest of my life has to, like, it has to be good. I'm never going to not say 
quick with the blam blams. It's never, it's never going so, to not so happen. So, Damien, on what level of upset are you knowing mm-hmm. now that this is a Netflix movie that it'll probably take five years, if at all, for you to get a, a physical release? Uh, it's, it's, it's fine because, I, I mean... I, we've been paying for Netflix since when, like 2012 or something. Like it's, it's at this it's point, you know, you're never, yeah. you're never giving up. <laughs> if, like, if what I want Netflix to make the same mistake Plex did, like Netflix should just go, yeah, Yo, you want a lifetime subscription? Just give us two bills <laughs> and mess up their money forever. <laughs> uh, but that's never going to happen because boy, Netflix loves money. Uh, but yeah, like it's like cable. Like, people who pay for cable are never going to not pay for... Like, the entire time we were alive, we had cable. Douglas still has cable. Douglas hasn't watched cable in 400 years. (laughs) (laughs) I still technically have cable. I don't even know where the cable box is. I watched cable this morning. That's depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's the only way I could watch Chelsea Black. (laughs) Oh, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's very sad. Yeah, sports, uh, yes, sports still hasn't you know come up the curve. the The only issue I have with this movie um, is that uh, I am going to confuse it with the harder they come for a good long time. I've been doing that a lot in the past three weeks. I just keep calling it the harder they come, um, and the harder they come. While I love that movie. That movie is a bad movie. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Cliff is a lot of things. Our actor is not one of those things. He is horrendous in that movie. I had, uh, I had very nostalgic feelings about that movie for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I think around two or three years ago, I went and I actually saw it in the theater here because they were yeah. playing it again. And I'm like, all right, I'll go and watch that movie. Like, like everything other that is not named the soundtrack, yeah. that movie can like is terrible. move on. It is terrible. <laughs> uh, listen, it is one of the few big Jamaican movies. I grew up watching that movie. I still have fun nostalgia for that movie. And I will never not watch that movie if I see it on. That's not but true. that movie not, ain't great. It's not one of the few. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch. There's like, what, Cool Runnings? Mm-hmm. Um, Belly. <laughs> <laughs> Shutters, yeah, shutters, right? This is like the most Jamaican of movies, yeah, you know, of all the movies I've ever all, seen. All the movies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One and for the know, money. Stella got her groove back. Two yeah, for the goal. I mean. <laughs> cool running. You're not helping your case, Damien. I, <laughs> I think I've only seen how Stella got her groove back. Uh, in bits, I'm, I don't think I've ever actually sat down and watched that movie. Because I think at the time when it came out, I was too young. And women were treating that movie as if it was pornography. <laughs> and so I don't think... Yeah. Like, everyone knows what happens in that movie. But I don't think I've ever, like, actually sat down and watched that movie. And I should rectify that. I know it's going to be bad. Listen, Andrew... There's times you just have to do what you have to do. <laughs> yeah. I need to. Sometimes you just need to know. Sometimes you just need to know. Um, All right, you know. Listen, I watch Sprinter, another Jamaican classic. <laughs> <laughs> the Grillers. <laughs> yeah. 
the grill master. So I uh I'd like to see what a man who never spent three seconds in Jamaica sounds like as a Jamaican. I need to hear that for myself. Uh but yeah, the harder they fall is I have a I have an OG Denzel Washington movie for you Ooh. then. Oh no, I know that one. Hey, everyone knows that one. Uh Unfortunately, Brad Pitt still has the best Jamaican I've ever heard in any movie. Who did you just Brad, say Brad Pitt? Pitt? Yeah, no, he does not. Yeah, I remember thinking that I have seen that movie in the last three to four years. Yeah, it's still the best one I've heard, Douglas. <laughs> it's not great. It's still far and away the best. <laughs> everything outside of that is real, like. Everything outside of that is borderline racist. Listen here. <laughs> Clearly, you did not watch Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like we're walking a far <laughs> way away from Harris. Western talk. <laughs> <laughs> and that we need to just wrap up this conversation on the harder they fall. Yes. And admit to one and all that Jonathan Majors is the next coming of I Jesus. Mean, I mean, we did say that at the end of the Loki thing. Like, no one cared how good any of the Lokis acted. Everyone came out of that Loki TV show being like, boy, that Jonathan Majors is something else. <laughs> Can't wait for Ant-Man 3 for more Jonathan Majors. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but that's not coming out for a while, right? I think it's next year. Oh. They're barreling through this MCU now. Well, I mean, is it though? Because uh, are they going to stop now since they can't get to Black Panther? So like once they um, get to Black Panther, they're like, all right, hold on. Uh, uh-huh. We're going to have to stop all the movies because she got herself hurt. I just double checked. Ant-Man is 2023. There we go. Oh, oh so never. All right. We'll be dead long <laughs> before this. Well, is Black Panther before or after that though? Oh, I'm going to have to Google again. Oh, Black yes. Panther 2. Andrew, you could just say no. No one is going to check that. <laughs> no, yes, Black we'll Panther is technically next year. Ah, yeah. there you go. So no. so they can't do any work on that one. So they're going to just be like, all right, we need to stop again. <laughs> uh, I hope they use no the cartoon version of What If um, Black Panther and just have him in the movies. <laughs> I just not say anything. Does not does act as if it's it's supposed to be like this. And just move on. Do they render him with the Star Lord mask? Yeah, like that's what yeah, the, just, that's what the yeah. property that's what and, the asset had. And just have him say about those lines. Like don't even change the lines. And just pretend. I <laughs> just mean, have the people talk at him. If we're but going just down this have road, you... right? <laughs> Technically, they could just pull a Darth Vader and never have him take off his Black Panther suit again. And, you know, <laughs> you'll never know. Yeah, but, but the voice. You'll know when the voice comes out of his face. You'll be like, that don't sound right. Unless unless they do the actual Dark Vader thing and, like, at the start of the movie, like, hits his neck on the side or something. <laughs> and you just see a shot of a black man with, like, a thing in his neck as he pulls over the Black Panther mask. <laughs> You're and then you hear. However, I am your father. The, the, the sister, Letitia, what's her yeah. name? I don't know her last name. Yeah, she hurt um, herself. Is 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 the main character in mm-hmm. this new movie now? Whatever they're doing, if she's mm-hmm. going to be Black Panther or what? 
But she hurt herself. What mm. I heard, what I heard most importantly is that she Aaron Rodgers herself. Yes. Oh, she. Yes, she's, too. she's yes. a a COVID um, truther. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but it really doesn't matter because she can't even like you know mean do anything yet. Uh, we this we definitely live in the dark universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing to cure COVID is free, and <laughs> people are just like, no, thank you, <laughs> no thanks. Anyway, before we get demonetized from YouTube, are we on YouTube? <laughs> no, we're uh, not. <laughs> uh, for having this conversation, let's move on to thirsty in Egypt. <laughs> or, as, or, as, or as the movie is actually titled Cairo Station <laughs> oh my goodness if only I could use the clips of the things that you guys say during when I play trailers or sounds that really wasn't a trailer so here we're talking about our last film in the marathon of films from Africa this one finally not from Senegal but from Egypt the 1958 film by the title of Cairo Station um, takes us on a tale of a newspaper salesman who's very allured with a young lady in this station we get to witness all of the characters within this train station from the the porters to the newspaper men to the to the to the buffet people selling sodas to all sorts of individuals and our main protagonist that we pay the most attention to is mm, sorry is washington is in this (laughs) what's his name that's not his name is it what's his name whose name David Washington. Washington. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> what is going right, on here? Douglas, you have to work, but you have to explain what just happened in your mind. I need a... I need, <laughs> I'm not piecing this one together. Andrew was talking about the prota- protagonist. Oh, you stupid man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was just like, I mean... Was any part of Tenet in Cairo? No. What the hell is he? The protagonist. You're an idiot. All right. Never mind. Oh, I hate you so yeah, much. Yeah, never mind. Is it John David? Was I right? Is that yeah. His yeah, his name. Yeah, his name is the protagonist in that movie. And I hate you now, Douglas. <laughs> mm. Anyways, so we follow anyway. along. We follow along as this man sells his newspapers and fawns after... Um, Hanuma, the mm-hmm. the the leading lady of the soda sellers who are doing their best to kind of ruin the business of the of the buffet at the station. Um, Damien, you have been a vocal majority in this conversation of films from Africa. This is the first time we're we're heading to Egypt. Yes. Tell me about Cairo Station. How did you feel on this one? Uh Cairo Station is first of these movies uh, that felt like like movies that I'm familiar with. Um, it is set, you uh, know, of course, the name of the movie is Cairo Station. And this man is found um, by, uh, I think, uh, 
Madbuli is what they say here. I don't know. That sounds wrong. <laughs> and he is given the task to sell newspapers. And it is quickly discovered that he is a creep. And he has an obsession with, uh, with the ladies, which uh, I understand. And I understand that. It's <laughs> uh, perfectly understandable. <laughs> Uh, uh, and <laughs> there is uh, a lady, uh, uh, Hanuma, who uh, she serves as the love interest basically for everybody in the movie. And she, for a time, was just stringing him along, um, you know, just for funsies, but he is deadly serious on taking Hanuma as his wife. And uh, because he is not altogether there, when it becomes clear that uh, he will never be able to marry this woman, he hatches a scheme. And it is the most slapdash cartoony scheme like this is a bugs bunny sketch is what this is <laughs> i'm going to uh hang this pail outside of a box and she will walk into the box and then i will stab her and put her in the box and frame someone else and uh the movie like it kind of goes off the rails once he hatches this scheme everything that happens see like it's supposed to be serious but it feels slapstick at the same time and the resolution to this movie uh, couldn't be more silly it is so silly uh, and this movie suffers from a quite heavy amount of old movieitis there, it is not subtle. <laughs> it is not downplayed. This movie is old, and it looks and sounds old, but all you can see that everyone played hard. Uh, there are some scenes where uh, someone is just walking along a thing, and they're doing the standard tracking shot that we see in all movies now, but it is. You can you can say that it took a lot of effort because it is something that they have to do deliberately in this movie. I can Im I can only imagine how expensive it must have been for them to do any of those shots. Uh, but the movie, uh, what I'll say, I don't know who do, did the operas or whatever. This movie looks good, and uh, the HDification of this movie is spot on, and it's. It's a fine old movie. Like, it, at, it's short, so I'm sure that helps. But at no point in this movie did I find myself, like, looking at the clock or waiting for this movie to end. This movie kind of, it moves at a fairly okay pace. But the story is bad. But it's bad because it's old. Like, I don't think it's bad because of anything other than the fact that this movie is old <laughs> and but that 
like once I look past that, it was just a, uh, it's a okay old ass move. Like it feels like what people think old movies are supposed to be. And I, I didn't like it anywhere near as much as last week's film. I think that one is definitely the strongest one that we've seen. Um, once Andrew told me it was a horror movie, everything snapped into focus. And I realized just how much I like that movie and how terrifying that situation is. But this movie is just... This movie is fine. Like, I don't think it's bad. And anyone who... like. Douglas is going to say that this movie is bad, but it's bad because it's old, not because it's bad. <laughs> uh, and there are, it is, it is fascinating watching people try and sell sodas. Uh, every time it happened, there was a smile on my face because we live in a time now where that is so ridiculous. <laughs> like having sodas in a pan selling it to people and while i was laughing at that i'm like damon we still do this today in jamaica there's still people with buckets <laughs> selling sodas on the bus what are you smiling at this is still a thing that happens uh and uh, there's one scene in particular that um really hit for me and was the one of the few times where i was just like all right, I see that this movie um, took a lot of time and effort to get this right. Um, uh, he was, after um, the love interest rejected him and he accepted that um, he was rejected, he went to the train tracks and was like staring at the train going over the tracks. And they slowly fade away from his face and keep cutting between his face slowly panning away and the tracks just running over like a small hump on the ground. And so you just kept seeing the train run over this thing over and over. And it was clear that there was like he had a mental break at that point where he's just like, even without him saying it or him doing anything, it became clear that, oh, he's going to try and murder this person. And I, that scene really, um, that scene really worked for me. Uh, but this movie, is, this movie is just okay. It's not better than okay. Um, I didn't love it. Uh, but Douglas, I think you... Uh, maybe on the extreme other end of this movie. Andrew's going to say some artsy madness, so I'm trying to cut him off. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of this movie. Um, I actually remember... Well, first of all, I would disagree with you in terms of the runtime. This movie is about 10 hours long. Um, <laughs> or at least it feels that way. I definitely paused the movie uh, three or four times to check when it was going to finish. Um, the, the movie started off strong, though. Um, it 
it felt like it, it, it always felt like it suffered from old movie itis but the way it started with the narration um kind of this fella talking about how oh you know one day i met this this man and he was lame and i can't remember if he said people were or um were mistreating him or whatnot but i took him in as whatever and gave him a job and this that it it kind of it felt like a strong opening it felt like um as you said you know um like it was maybe even i, I mean for us this is something that happens in movies all the time but but perhaps it was um trying to do something new for that time and place or or whatever right um uh, but it started off you know fairly well um then you come to realize that this movie is just a long, drawn-out story about a man that's a little too horny for his own good and um, them just going down that rabbit hole and he gets so horny that he needs to be sent to the asylum. Um, and that just... Perhaps it just does not resonate with me. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I, I get what they were trying to do, right? They were trying to... Well, two things. One, um, they had that narration and that feel, that vibe of that kind of movie for maybe two minutes and then completely forgot and decided that they were going to change, like, be another type of movie, which is kind of weird. Again, old movie itis, sure. Um, but the second thing is, I kind of, I, I knew what they were trying to do, but it just, because of how it was done, it wasn't very engaging, which is, a lot of this movie feels out of place. It feels like random nothingness, but it's because it's trying to be a, the type of movie, or I think it's trying to be the type of movie, where you, the situation or the place is a character right they want the station to be a character in the film and i hate when people say that like the only time i have ever been like you know what i'm okay with you saying this was in bruges right and boy did they have to work hard to get that one um past me but what they wanted to do was to show every aspect of it they wanted to show the soda sellers and to show the the fellow that ran the buffet and to show that they had trains with dancing on it and to show to for you to feel like you were a part of the station with the unions with the the fights but what it translated to me was just a jumble of people shouting one over the other and not and there being no thread of story this this movie as you say damian lacks a story that makes sense um, the, the one through line is uh, a, a man likes, wants to, 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 to do something naughty that he shouldn't do and gets himself in trouble, which, boy, let's just say this is not for me and uh, see what kind of arty-farty uh response andrew has it sounds like you've never been thirsty <laughs> i think i think what douglas is trying to say is he's not very much not a big picture person he is <laughs> okay. 
he's he's like i need i need my protagonist which is a person who shot somebody and he needs to shoot another person and that makes the movie good right i can't i can't have a movie where like i have to pay attention to five different people who has that much time in their lives this is not a marvel movie i don't have that kind of time but but the thing is right so you're talking about paying attention to five different people if those five different people had something to add to the story I would at least admit to you that, that those five people were important to the story and I had to follow them. What other people are important to the story? Other than just wanting to show that they exist in a, a station that I should like. I mean, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, maybe I think... you can argue the union leader because he is um, husband to be so... of, the, of, of the lady who, who is, you know being molested but you know so what i think is that i think this movie is like definitely a lesser version of other types of movies like this right it's like for me to be quite honest this movie is very much not my favorite of the lot it's like i see it and like i've seen this movie before i've seen these types of movies from this era um where they very much have this vibe and they some of them are good some of them are bad this kind of falls in the middle for me um, I find I found a lot of the characters interesting in them in themselves, but to answer Douglas's question about their own stories, I don't think this movie gave a lot of those characters full story arcs that were fully interesting for you to be invested in each one of them completely. But it didn't stop them from being inherently interesting characters to me, almost in the same way of um, the harder they fall when we talk about a lot of those characters, even though those characters had the added fact of being Western cowboy cool guys, which we were like, we had fun with them more so than in this movie. Right. Um, and I think that's the inherent difference. I feel like this movie, it, it knew it had something in these characters, like the, the, the union, I, the union wanting Porter, um, who is supposed to be marrying, marrying Har- Haruma. I've already forgotten the name. Hanuma. Uh, Hanuma. Um, Hanuma, the, the, the soda girl who wants to marry the porter man. But I don't know how much she really wants to marry him. She's just kind of looking for money. Um, and she's looking for a way out. And those are those stories. And they're, they're very minuscule in this small runtime of a movie. Um, and it, I think for the most part it works. But at the same time, it definitely gave me the feeling of being a movie that I was like, I've seen a lot of this before and I'm not really, this doesn't feel like the, the greatest version of that thing I've seen that would make me go wild for it. Um, one of the things that like reading up on this movie, when I was like setting together this marathon, uh, the thing that let this, that put this movie ahead of others um, is the way is in, in the history of film is the discussion of sexuality and about how how it kind of portrayed the sexuality not so, not so much of the super horny man who does things but of the other characters of hanuma who is like such a openly uh, however you want to term it um woman who is just like whether she's flaunting it to the the lame man whether she's um talking about marriage to the porto whether she's just messing around with her girlfriend with the other female workers right like or it's using it to sell soda 
right or using it to sell soda right like that's that's something like movies of this era that always had a problem and more to the point like probably movies made in egypt which we've not seen did not have a good time sharing um so that's kind of the thing that this movie is quote-unquote known for more so than being just a roundabout character study yeah there's there's even that scene where um uh in the third act where he's staring at this man's wife and the wife is like, he's staring at me and people start to throw stones at him. Yeah. And uh, the husband asks her, uh, why is her veil not over? And like wraps the silk veil over her face and mm-hmm. runs her to one side. So you can imagine in yeah. if movies tried to be Marilyn Monroe in Egypt, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the juxtaposition to seeing that and seeing Hanuma was pretty. It was pretty stark, right? Um, and that's kind of the thing this movie is well known for. Um, and I think it does that very interestingly. But as a whole, as a product that we can talk about to be like, this is a movie I saw. Like, it's fine, it's okay, kind of thing. Um, and definitely, I'm on the same road as you guys. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. It, I, I do agree with a lot of the things you said, Damon. This movie is interestingly shot in a lot of ways. There's there's a lot of train workings that I find yeah. fascinating, especially like, once again, talking back to our other movie, The Harder They Fall, where like I see some of those train sequences, not necessarily like internally, but externally, where you can tell like where they cut between being a real train, if it ever was, to like a yeah. CG train. Where... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. To just... Uh, one of those things where um, clearly the the thing is stationary, but the background is just scrolling past. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty um, obvious. And I mean, y- you know, I mean, we can we can talk about like n- recent movie news of like the film Rust and talking about doing things for real and having consequences to doing things for real. Yeah. And uh, this is yeah. not this is don't take my comments to mean people should use real trains and run uh-huh. people over. Yeah. No, I think people should use fucking CG and do it all they want. <laughs> um I just I just at the same time think it's like I'm I'm not saying it looks fake to mean you should do it better just or you should do it real just being um, like I think it looks fake. Let's move on. Um kind of thing. CG um, is in such a interesting place. Uh because like the when we saw the Matrix, the Matrix looked real. Yeah. Uh, when we saw Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings look real. And when you see the Mandalorian now and all of that tech, where they're they're using like a video game engine to sh- and shooting a camera at a video game engine, and then still going in to add post effects uh, like. We're... I'm so happy that I read somewhere that yeah. some other, whether it's a movie or a TV show, mm-hmm. is using, I don't know if it's the same place, but a similar stage yeah. where it's a studio with the same game engine that yeah. um, creates the backdrops. Because mm-hmm. that, like, I, I love how that show looks. And obviously, you could have done that um, otherwise. We have right. the technology. There are other shows that mm-hmm. look like The Mandalorian. Right. But I just think it's so cool. Um, and will it's 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 something that I think will make TV shows look um, mm-hmm. way better, way probably cheaper um, 
real real quick. So and it's so cool. Um, but yeah, I didn't say bad, but I didn't enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And now that we've come to the end of the we've come to the end of the marathon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. This is Just the making end. sure. <laughs> um, we now do Andrew's least favorite thing, where we rank rank the Africa movies. All right. I so think if Senegal I have to rank three, it, Africa Senegal three, Egypt one. No, 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 <laughs> no. Let's make it very clear. Um, the the remake of Jean Luc Godard is the loser, okay. right? All right, so right. Senegal two, Egypt one. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's black girl Mandabi Cairo and then Tuki Buki. No, um, here's right. here's is what it Tuki is. Tuki Buki our own goal. Is it twelve? Here's 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 what it is. Right. <laughs> The um, <laughs> starting from worst to first, mm-hmm. uh, you've got <laughs> this is the worst one. Cairo Station is worst. Okay. Then you have Black Girl. Then you have Mandabi, and then you have um, the version of Tuki Tukibuki in my head, which is oh, the, the Tanuki si- uh. singing French music while uh. um, driving, okay. riding a, 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 a motorbike. So, right. yeah. so wait, Andrew, you can't cut that part. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Tuki Buki is clearly, I mean, it is, it is even bright red in the spreadsheet. <laughs> that movie is trash. Is it, is it really that bad? Uh, wow. It's really bad. Um, <laughs> Tuki Buki is, is terrible. Um, I'd put Cairo Station in third. Uh Mandabi, I'd put Mandabi was the first one. It's kind of good. Um, it is depressing, but it's kind of good. And Black Girl is far and away the best. Black Girl is the only one of these movies I'd ever watch again. <laughs> like willingly, I'd be like, "Hey, you know what? I should like of all these movies, I try to get Black Girl um, in my library." Because Actually, I think probably, that probably if that is the metric, I'd probably put Mandabi first. Like, I feel like Mandabi is the one I'd rewatch yeah. faster yeah. than Black Girl. Like, yeah. Black Girl, like, I, I, not to say that it's, I, feel, I definitely feel Black Girl is a better movie, but mm-hmm. it's also one of those types of movies where I'm like, I've done it. Yeah. And you, I definitely yeah. don't want to do it again. Yeah, no one wants to do this a second time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah. feel like I appreciated Mandabi the most. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that whole. The runaround thing, yeah. like that that is a story that, that can work. Um, Mandabi made me upset. Because <laughs> yeah. Jamaica is still operating oh, in on the same levels of Mandabi. <laughs> that movie is from 400 years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, but this was one of our better marathons. Andrew uh, has put us through a lot. I mean, this year we've done like a mixed bag of marathons. We've done. Yeah. Let's let's take a look. Like we've done. No, Jean not Kish- a mixed bag. Based on the colors on the spreadsheet, we've done we've two done, we've horrendous done marathons. Jean-Kish- <laughs> we've done Jankajia, um, which was a f- more more likely fa- failure. Yeah. There was Luis Bunuel, which is also kind of a failure. But then we got to the Wusha Marathon, which was mostly a success. Yeah. And Africa- I mean, that was pandering. The Wusha Marathon was pandering. <laughs> Also, can you change the discreet charm of the bourgeoisie to yellow, please? Because right, I very much enjoyed that movie. That movie's red. <laughs> I, I hate that movie <laughs> enough for the both of us. 
<laughs> I'll make it yellow. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. You know, kind of even out the whole page. Yeah. So, so like next year we'll we'll do another fun set of marathons and we'll yeah. see what come. We'll see how we do. I thought yeah. I thought Douglas had a set of movies that we were supposed to watch in the coming year. What's the name of those movies? Suit me or shoot me? Is that yeah, the name? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or is it soup? I don't know. I just know <laughs> yeah, it came think, out on my Kiyoshi Kurosawa yeah. talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't worry. By by the time next year we're doing marathons, yeah. Douglas would have long forgotten and I can put whatever uh, I want What there. was the, the murderers go free, everyone else pays cash or something like that? was the name of the movie. <laughs> Vengeance is mine. <laughs> yeah. All others pay cash. Right. Yeah. Is there more of those movies? Can I watch a marathon of that? <laughs> How about movies with incredible names that we haven't seen? How about that? <laughs> that, that that would be a fun, yeah. fun random list to come yeah, up put with. Douglas in charge of that. Douglas is just like I'd be very afraid. Yeah, that's that's why we should put him in charge. You would actually try and find good movies. Douglas would be out here. <laughs> find I think I think Douglas would need to submit to me his Google searches. <laughs> Like I feel like Damien would start each movie by with like the most positive outlook because yeah. I know that I will find mm-hmm. some bangers in terms yeah. of the names. <laughs> the names. Like the names will be amazing. Yeah. But then the actual quality of the movie <laughs> yeah. is going to be suspect. Yeah. I would be all over the place. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. So all right, let me I listen. All right, let's start with what we've seen because Andrew is running out of power as we speak. Red Notice is garbage. <laughs> the end. I saw I saw a small video on Twitter with people complaining about this movie cost two hundred million dollars, yeah. where it was I guess a scene where they're in like a a bullfighting pit, a matador mm-hmm. yeah. stadium, and you could obviously see like they're not there. <laughs> Uh-huh. possibly not even together um <laughs> and and like I, all i wanted to say to the internet as i saw that message was yes their salaries combined of gal Gadot, ryan reynolds and the rock 200, is 200 million dollars where <laughs> yeah, else do you want yeah, money they had to go 13 dollars to shoot this movie <laughs> uh-huh. uh n- no one needs to go into any description as to why this movie is bad um the old guard is a better movie than this movie. And that's all that I need. That's all I need to say about it. On the hierarchy of bad Netflix movies, it's not the worst, but it's on par with that one where Sandra Bullock couldn't see. It's that kind of bad. So don't, don't, just don't. Um, everything else is me spending time getting my mind and body ready for the expanse. Andrew Robinson, have you been getting your mind and body ready for the expanse? I have not. I have not been getting ready for the expanse. I've been ignoring it. Actually, weirdly enough, like I was scrolling on my TV because I have the Google TV thing. So like Mm -hmm. it's, it's not just like you go into an app and you can scroll and see what movies are there. It's this whole thing where they're like, oh, we know what things are in all of these apps. Mm -hmm. And I saw the wheel of time is out now. Yeah, and I'm like, has Douglas watched The Wheel of Time yet? Absolutely I haven't not. watched it yet, but I will likely watch it 
Maybe I'll watch it tonight, actually. After. Douglas is afraid of what and, uh, that movie will do to oh, his it, it has to, sweet, no sweet book series. There's no way that can be good. Because that no. trailer looks like garbage. It does, yes. It <laughs> and I also looked at it and went, God, I have no time for this. There are too many TV shows I want to watch right now. Yeah. And even <laughs> particularly, specifically, this weekend, probably between mm-hmm. this weekend and last weekend, so much stuff has come out. Yeah. And for the rest of the year, so much stuff will come out. It's mm-hmm. crazy. But the only thing that matters is the final season of, of the expansion. Sense. I agree. I have been preparing my mind, my body, and my soul yes. for that show. <laughs> yes. All I, all, I, all I have to ask, because I think I remember when you guys were talking about this eons ago, mm-hmm. when the first season happened, and I yeah. think you guys mentioned the, the thing to try to trick me and watch it is one Mr. Tom Jane. Yes. yes is, in it. is he still in it? No, season six. No, Not as much, lasted, but he is in it. He okay, lasted cool. the first four seasons. Yeah. Um, I don't think he wasn't in the last season. Yeah. Uh, he but he could he is one of those characters that could show back up. He was in the last series. Was he? Yeah. He was in there? Briefly. Okay. Like the briefest of briefly. <laughs> <laughs> you saw um, a man in a brown coat and you're like, that's him. Um uh, but yeah. Andrew. I we've I know we've tried to impress upon your simple simple mind how good this TV show is. Please, but try now again. that it's coming to an end, let me be very clear. <laughs> uh, the only TV show on par with how good the Expanse is is The Wire. There's nothing else in its league, or nothing is as good as this TV. Is it There's as good as it. One Punch Man? It is better than One Punch Man. The one Punch Man first season was miraculous. Every single part of the Expanse feels like One Punch Man. It there's it, this TV show has no reason to be this good because it started on sci-fi. Yep. And as good as the books are, and I've only read the books up to where the TV show is. I'm here to tell everyone who loves those books, the TV show is better than those books. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because space battles on a page is all well and good, but space battles on the TV is far, far better. And a lot of are you stuff... Saying, are you saying yeah. the Expanse is lightning with the blam blams? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that the only thing that has a view count close to the Expanse is the wire. I watch the wire at least twice for the year. I watch the Expanse more than two times for the year. Every, and I will continue to do so. Unless season six is hot, hot garbage, which at this point is impossible. <laughs> I am so upset that season five is still not available on physical media. Yeah. But I was reading through and somebody said um, that season four. So season four is where Amazon took over, Andrew. Um, season four only came out on physical when season five was available so they're kind of saying hey maybe that's what will happen so season six is about to come out so maybe it will come out soon but yeah yeah so i'm going to so i've been watching all the way through i'm in the middle of season four now um on you know actual physical media i'm going to have to now switch over to amazon for season five yeah which is probably good in a way because in some ways it's better it's it's 4k but it's streaming 4k so, yeah you know, it's, it's still soft uh, yeah yeah but amazon streaming is some of the best yeah it um, is in it terms is. of quality the only thing that i don't like and it's a thing that that happens with everything for me or a lot of things for me 
um, because my internet it's it's okay but it's not perfect mm -hmm. um, so you will have what I can only describe as frame rate issues mm -hmm. um, that are exacerbated in panning shots um, yeah. you know so yeah you see screen tearing yeah on a I have movie. to I think the sucks. worst I've ever seen is like a couple of weeks ago. So one of the people who I think has really gotten good at the streaming and I've really enjoyed using their platform is the Apple platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Apple is good. Mm -hmm. um, but then like I've enjoyed watching all of their shows through Apple TV Plus. But like last week or so when the beta test came out, it was only rentable on the Apple platform. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, sure. Like I... They have my credit card already. Like I've, I enjoy watching things on it. So I assume it will look good. They had this weird anti-aliasing sort of thing where like on occasion you'd see like edges of faces oh, in jaggies. frames where you see jaggies. <laughs> and I'm like, oh this looks terrible. Yeah. Um, and I was like, why don't I see this like in the TV shows? Is this something about this mm -hmm. beta test file? And I'm like, it's weird. <laughs> um, but whatever. You know what I, I do like about Apple TV? And it's a weird problem for it to have. There are times when it... So when it doesn't know that it should be showing me subtitles mm -hmm. Ooh, i've gotten that problem before and yeah. it's random it's not even a situation like i wish it was a situation like what used to happen with my cody where i turned it off autom automatically and so i would have to kind of know and be like oh i'm supposed to know what this person is saying and go and turn it on i wish that was a problem the problem can happen midstream like you can be in the middle of a conversation in, in a foreign language and the first few sentences are translated and then Apple TV is like, what if I don't continue? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. But I love subtitles. <laughs> yeah. But moving, <laughs> moving on from, from streaming platforms talk, yes. the, the, the couple things I want to mention, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I won't spend too long. Um, right. So Scar got fired, number one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it hilarious. Like I've seen it forever. Like every time a match is over, and due to how bad this season has been so far, that means like at least seventy percent of the time it means we lost. Yeah. Um, that trending on Twitter immediately would be sack Ole. Yeah. Um, today Ole it, the trending trending on Twitter was thank you Ole, and that's when I knew the news happened. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Anyways, um, two things I want to talk about. I rewatched a movie that I haven't rewatched since it came out, The Drop. I don't know if you guys remember this movie with Tom Hardy and James Gandolfini. Yes. Yeah. Um, I Why? remember. <laughs> Why? It was just a random thing I watched. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, yeah. I feel like we were really harsh on this movie back then. Like it's right. it's a it's it's a decent little movie like and of course Tom Hardy does his Tom Hardy thing. I think it's a I think it's a very slow burn of a movie. Yeah. But you know, I I think it works overall. Yeah. It's like a decent movie and I quite enjoyed rewatching this with with, with like with like none of like the usual like ooh it's a new movie and we have to talk right. about all of the things. Um, I really I enjoyed rewatching. Anyways, the one movie is for the movie channel. Like that's where <laughs> that movie belongs on cable. <laughs> this guy's name in this movie is Bob Saginowski. Sounds like he should be in Monsters Inc. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. The the movie I really want to talk about is I saw um the new film by Kenneth Branagh, um the man sir who brought me Kenneth Thor, Branagh, sir. the man who brought me Thor, Sir um, Kenneth Branagh, Sir Kenneth Branagh. I saw Belfast. Um, 
And there's another Branagh movie. Yeah. <laughs> Belfast. Which one is Belfast? Be- Belfast is a film about a family in Belfast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in so he, wait, oh, hold on. So he hasn't made the new Poirot movie? I thought he made that already. No? I can't remember if he made that or someone else did. Um, but I'd have to double check that. Um, I know he did the first one. Um, but yeah. The, anyways, Belfast. It's a story of a family living in Belfast in the 1960s during the time of the Catholic and Protestant wars, if you want to call it that, um, going on. And it's about this single family on the streets. They are in the middle of all of this. The father is working in England and like coming and going and they're struggling financially. But it's like this this nostalgic look at a time gone by with like all of these struggles, but at the same time you have all of this happiness because all of the family is so close-knit and everybody is so um, helpful and lovely and wonderful. Like even the introduction of this movie is like a, is like a gut punch where like you have this child playing on the street and having a fun time and his mother calls him to come home to get his cup of tea and everything seems wonderful. He's walking up the street and all of the neighbors are like making jokes to him about one thing or the other like it's the it's the idyllic nostalgic childhood image and then immediately it's cut in with like the the protestant catholic wars people walking mm-hmm. in and throwing like molotov cocktails on the streets with this child like frightened for his life mm-hmm. right and like that's kind of the movie in a microcosm as it like pushes forward of this family trying to decide how to deal with this uh, with the with all of this going on trying to decide should they leave belfast the child panicking about the idea of leaving belfast being like i don't know anyone else anywhere people are like talking about they won't understand me with their accents and such um and it is a it's one of these movies that is it is both everything douglas hates about movies and at the same time everything douglas will love about movies because it is so it knows where it's being happy and corny about shit and it loves it. Like all of the actors are doing a ball in this movie. Syrian Hines plays like a grandfather and he keeps making jokes to the child where like, Oh, jokes to the child about like, he's trying to help him with his math homework. And it's not that he knows the answer to the math homework. He's like, look, if you make your six a little squiggly, the teacher might think it's a five and you get like two bits on the race. To if you actually get the right answer kind of <laughs> shit, right? And it's that kind of idyllic, like, nostalgic family look back of, like, a time gone by. And it is... It reminded me a lot of um, another movie I think we all loved on the podcast, Cold War. Um, the Pavlovsky film. Um right it very much like on top of everything else it's shot in black and white so it's like it has that vibe and it has a lot of like great music moments in it 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 does a lot of those things well and i really like this movie a fucking lot like it's like i'm brimming on the point of where i'm like i should be talking about this at the end of the year but i don't know completely if i'm that in love right um and sadly, I probably won't see it again before like next year. So, you know, we'll see how that comes down to when like I have to actually do my list. And I'm like, do I find movies that I think I like more than this? But I really like this movie a lot. It's a it's a heartwarming, fun movie. And, you know, it has Judy Dench. So, you know, it's one of those. <laughs> Done. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a very interesting film and I quite enjoyed it. 
Um, I guess I can also talk a little bit about Cowboy Bebop because I watched the first episode today. Um, I am afraid that I think this is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're one of those. Right. And it's, 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 I think I've talked about it before. It's not about the fact that I think Cowboy Bebop is special. And I think that this is sacrilege or any of those sort of nonsense because fuck that. Um, it's, it's just this mental block I have where seeing anime live action, it just looks wrong, right? It, like, it looks like the colors are weird. Yeah. And, it do, and, and oddly enough, like the show itself, like it looks like it tries so much to hit the style, hit yep. a style button, but it never quite feels good to me. I think that is the the thing, the the main thing that I I would say is a negative about the show. I too have been watching the show, and that them trying to make this thing translate into real life with Spike and his suit, and um, Spike literally always wears that suit. By the way, it's it's hilarious. That's what he should do. Um, right. And <laughs> until vicious, the final battle where he has like, the like, trench coat, right? exactly. <laughs> and what vicious looks like, um, and what a lot of these other characters look like they try to make them look like cartoons like i don't th- i don't know if they showed them in the first se- first episode but they showed them pretty early the the elders andrew oh boy <laughs> yeah they're there they're there the the old people who who in the anime they're always saying we we plowed the fields and yes. yeah they're there oh no 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 in. not not those they oh. actually don't show up very often or at least so far i haven't seen or them. are you talking about the syndicate i'm elders? talking about the syndicate elders yeah. okay cool i haven't it, seen them yet yeah yeah um so, so yeah, that's that's the one negative that I would say actually about this show. But like, I, I, it's not just this show. Like, I've seen a lot of movies and things where like they're doing live action anime. You can talk about the Kenshin movie when they did that. You can talk about. I think I've seen like a Bleach thing that people tried to do. I've watched a lot of weird Japanese things where they mm-hmm. do live action anime, and it just never scratches the itch for me. Yeah. Right. And it's entirely personal, mm-hmm. and it's just a thing. And I don't know if I'll... I don't... I, I think I'll try and watch a few more episodes. But it yeah. tries so hard to hit that style button. Yeah. But it just looks and feels wrong. Like, it feels... It feels like they put so much money into getting, like, a style going. But at the same time, it still feels cheap somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it for it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I'm only an episode in, so, you know, there whatever. You so I, I can talk about what I've been watching, and I watch Cowboy Bebop. Um, so what I will say, I'll you know, I agree with Andrew on the style. Um, everything else, though, I enjoy. I think it is, it's fun, it's silly, it's whatever. I will say the first episode is a bit daunting because it's very long. It's a full hour. Um, but the other episodes range from, you know, half an hour to, to 40 minutes or something like that. Um, or at least the ones that I've watched so far. And they, they try to make it fun and light. And, and I like, I, I love um, the fellow that plays Jet. Uh, his voice sounds like gravelly and very much like the English uh, version of, of Jet in anime. Um, and while I'm not the guy that says everything must be as the anime was, that did me, make me chuckle. I, I do chuckle every time I hear his voice. Uh, and uh, I was going to say something else. Oh, um, 
I feel bad because I have watched the anime of Cowboy Bebop a million times. And I even recently, it might not have been as recent as this year. It may have been late last year. Rewatched it again. And today is the first time because I watched this live action version that I realized that the man's full name is Jet Black. Mm-hmm. And that people is racist. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, what? Uh, but no, I, I, I was. I couldn't oh, believe Douglas, that I didn't oh, realize. Douglas, what? there's a rabbit hole of anime racist. I need to throw you down. Jet <laughs> <laughs> Black. Anime that was, is racist? I thought that was hilarious. but Mr. Popo um, and I would disagree. <laughs> the the only other thing that I really watched, we can talk about sports, we can talk about shitty Batman movies, but sports. the only thing that I really want to talk about that I it's watched sports. outside of this was also Netflix related. Uh, some time ago, probably Damien sent uh, a link in our WhatsApp group for a new Michael Che stand up mm-hmm. special. Yes. What he neglected to mention was it was already available. And for some reason, Netflix decided this is not important enough to be on the top shelf of its uh, things mm-hmm. that it puts out to me. So I randomly discovered that it was on the, on the system a couple of days ago, and I watched it. And guess what, guys? Michael Che is still funny. I like that, um, that special. He definitely goes uh, above and beyond in terms of uh, things that other people perhaps would not say. But... Yeah. It's funny. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's mostly jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you see Chappelle? It still is possible. You can just do a thing where it's mostly jokes. How about we agree going forward? That only... What's, what's your girl? Um, My girl? The, the female comedian and you love her. And her, she had a special name, Douglas. Oh, um, Gatsby. Um, right. Hannah Gatsby. Hannah Gatsby. Only Hannah Gatsby gets to preach on stage. Everybody else, it's mostly <laughs> jokes. <laughs> I need a 70% or more joke quota, or you do not get a special. You take that to <laughs> TED Talks, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, but that's it for me. I haven't really watched anything um, outside of that. It has only been a week since our last episode, mm-hmm. and it was a difficult I mean, week. I watch a lot of The Expanse. Oh, I have also been watching The Expanse. There we go. <laughs> can talk about I mean, that. <laughs> I mean, if you want to know about my current ongoing TV watching, I've been, I've, it's been a long process, but I've been watching the anime Monster for like the last few months. I'm sorry. Is, is that related to The Expanse in any way? <laughs> yes, it is because it's probably better. Um, and it's an anime, so it's actually definitely better. It's better you know what? You know what? We could talk about Andrew. You and I could talk about Succession. I am completely up to date with Succession. Are you? Is it done? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not no. It's the third season is going on right now. No, thank you. Um, I I really really loved the last episode that just aired <laughs> last week. Uh, yeah. It. <laughs> I was already kind of like, this show is only okay. Uh-huh. This season is not particularly great for me yeah. so far. Yeah, this season generally wasn't that great yeah. until hey guys, the what latest if I told episode. You that really none of the seasons episode. were particularly great because you're I a liar. Would not, <laughs> I would not um, argue with you, Damien. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, like, I will give yeah. I will give a pass to it's sunny because every time you guys I send love me clips, it's sunny. every time oh. you guys send me clips, I'm like, 
How is this show this funny in five minutes? <laughs> Whenever I've watched this show, I've just been like, I do not understand what this I need to get back on that train. Like, I but, always do this where I start and then I stop and then I start and then I stop and I wait a, the a new few years. Is coming, and coming, the new season's coming in December. Yeah. Like this, this show like is so long running too because I remember it started when I came home from yeah, college, which was 2005. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. wow, 16 seasons of this yeah. show. Yeah, it has to listen, even if it's not for me, it has to be good. Like, <laughs> the Simpsons has been on since the dawn of time. Yep, even if the Simpsons aren't for me, someone out there is mm-hmm. really enjoying the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I gave like, up on that Simpsons train. Every a long soap time ago. opera on earth that is twenty years old. Yes, I. None of us on this podcast is ever going to watch any of them. But you can't have something run for twenty years and it be abject foolishness. We don't like it, but the people who love that really, really love it. <laughs> I have to give that to them. Yep. Also. Andrew start watching the expanse please so that when i have no time i mean you're watching anime (laughs) that that is true stop doing that but anime is fun yeah the expanse is fun you know what that's exactly what 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 cowboy bebop needed they needed it to be directed by the wachowskis and they give it that speed racer energy that's yep. been my number one like live action anime that, that rubbed me the right way. Guys, Speed Racer. I think it's time to accept that the Matrix was a mistake. <laughs> it's the only good thing they've ever the done. Only good thing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Speed Racer. I think it's time for us Yo, to like. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for this new Matrix to be bad. Oh boy. Just I'm, to see I'm, people. I'm lose planning their minds to like rewatch internet. the three of them. I was actually thinking about that out. just now. Because yeah. I don't think I've seen the sequels for a very long time. I think I, I su- may have, have watched one of them recently. SD that I deleted at some point. I couldn't find them somewhere. <laughs> I actively, because of course I could have bought all three movies because you know they have the box sets. I actively ensured that I only owned the yeah, first the, one, the one on yeah. four, in 4K. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm at the stage where I would buy the box set just because I'm like, I want to rewatch them anyways, so I can decide and then I can delete them later. <laughs> yeah, that first movie it's clearly so was good. a mistake. Oh, clearly. boy. Like, that is lightning in a bottle, never to... It, they should have stopped that the same way we stopped Equilibrium. Like, <laughs> we're just like, we did it. And we're done. <laughs> Chopped off Tyrese's face. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they should have made more of? Equilibrium. But you know, that's <laughs> that is one way to look at movies. The other way is to say it's been yeah. fun, but have a good night, man. Yeah. You wrote your name on it with such a style. I couldn't look away from it.